Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I often, on a Monday, take a full roast in, and I've got, like, my bread sauce. I've got, like, literally a Tupperware full of a full roast. I'm so jealous. I'm going to do that this week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm going to have bread sauce because it's not just for Christmas. Bread sauce is the best oh, roast condiment. I love it so much. It's the best. <laughs> it's Absolutely. It's amazing. I was so trying to describe bread sauce. Into bread sauce. Oh my God. Actually, <laughs> fully with you there. I was trying to describe bread sauce to somebody who didn't know what it was the other day. And I think mm. they thought that I had sort of like floated down from the planet Venus. I was like, it's it like is, bread. It is odd, it's all like it? mushed up to like make a sauce. <laughs> And they were like, oh, wow, that sounds amazing. Mm, Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to episode 177 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. On this podcast, we talk about health, politics, stuff on TV, and what we ate last night. Occasionally, we talk about running. Happy New Year. We've got a treat this episode in the form of Charlie Watson, otherwise known as Runner Beans, who we've had on the pod before, and we wanted to drag on for our first podcast of 2024 because of her running know-how, but also because of her day job as a dietitian, so that we could ask her all our burning food questions, something we know comes up a little bit in January. When we recorded, Hull and I were both massively hungover, so we want to talk about drinking and running to begin with, and then we move on to New Year's resolutions and how to stick to them in a healthy way. Charlie has some stupendous tips here, things that we're going to start doing right away, and none of them are about restricting our diets in any way. In fact, the main one is about adding to our meals rather than taking away, which we love. Super sensible advice. Enjoy. Before that, quickly, do please think about becoming a patron of this podcast at patreon.co.uk forward slash women's running because for just £2 a month, you can access our free monthly videos, our weekly newsletters, and you get to join our exclusive pod squad chat room where all the fun 
happens. And, and, and sign up to be a subscriber of the magazine. Don't fast forward through this bit. Honestly, this is such a whopping great deal. Right now, it's just $17.99 for six months, which is three quid an issue, half price. And if you sign up, you'll get a copy of our How to Run 5K guide absolutely free. And if you don't need that because you're scampering over mountains, it will make a friend very happy indeed. Go to womensrunning.co.uk forward slash bundle to get the deal. There, we're recording. Oh, and we yeah. have um, Charlie Watson with us on the podcast today. Famous, massive runner, um, mega six star marathoner, I think. So six star finisher, but fifteen times marathoner. Fifteen, yeah. Oh my goodness, I mean, yeah. <laughs> epic, and otherwise known as Runner Beans. That's how I always knew you when I first like you were like the first famous runner I followed on Instagram. I feel like famous runner makes it, yeah no. I feel like I'm just like the hopefully <laughs> relatable, um, average, very very average runner. Um, but yeah, well, thank you, and um, yeah, it's good to be there. I like being known as runner beans. I feel like that's what lots of my friends call me. Oh, that's lovely. No, I <laughs> I find your content super relatable. I think, um, yeah, it makes me think that maybe I could do a marathon one day, which actually don't even want to say that out loud because that seems like jinxing things. But um, you posted something the other day that was like the pitfalls of when you'd first done your marathon and what you wished you'd known. Yeah. And I was like, save, save that for my future times. Like, it is, it is your very, marathon, very helpful. I love this. Yeah. Is this oh. an, an, are we exclusive? There's, you know, it's the end of 2023, nearly have, 2024. Have we just bro- is have it we broken? Yeah. Is this breaking news? Yeah. What oh, are you going to sign up I to, mean, <laughs> Oh, there is a little part of my heart. I don't think I've, have I said this on the podcast yet? Maybe I've just sort of like alluded to it a million times and never done anything about it. But we are doing a half in April that we're really excited about. And part of me is like, should I just keep going? Because normally after I've done a half marathon, I sit on the sofa for a good couple of months. But <laughs> maybe it, it, maybe it's time maybe. to Maybe. It could be perfect. Mm. April half. Autumn fall. Autumn. Yeah, autumn fall. I bet Esther would say New York, like the oh. best race ever. Mm. Absolutely. Oh my God. You could go back and do that, couldn't you? <gasps> I, I could. <gasps> okay, guys. Okay. I, hate, doing I, I hate this. Do it. Yes, <laughs> I love it. This is literally oh, like my favorite God. thing about speaking to runners. You like psych yourself out into like, you talk yourself in and excite yourself and you're like, okay, we're doing it. Right. We're all doing it. Great. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is so exciting to feel like you're doing it with a, with a gang, isn't it? And like that, yeah, I find that such great motivation because it's like, well, I can't let the gang down now. That's what we're doing with the half in in April, it's with a bunch of our lovely listeners, and it's like, well, I can't, we can't not show up for each other. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Having that, those people, even you know, if it's remote or in person, but to be accountable towards and just to kind of share the ups and downs of of the journey, because there are ups and downs. Um, mm-hmm. It's so helpful, and it just makes you feel less alone when you are out there alone, trudging the streets in the dark. You're like, okay, somebody else is also doing this as well. We've got a similar yeah. goal. Or someone else is, you know, struggling or this is what I'm going through. Being able to kind of share your journey 
really helps when you're feeling like, oh, I'm all on my own doing this. Definitely. Definitely. But, well, does this work as quite a nice segue? I don't want to get into it too soon because also I feel like it's been ages since we've had you on the pod, Charlie. I don't. It has. Uh, too long, and, and too it, long. Too long. Maybe before mm. we launch into nutrition-y stuff. Anything mm. that, what's new? What's new with you? <laughs> I, when was, I'm trying to remember when I was last on. I don't think I had my son when I was last on. You I think you were, have, just you were just about to have him. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole different, you know, roller coaster of training and emotions. And yeah, it's amazing. I am ha- like absolutely love being a mum. It's definitely more of a challenge than I, in different ways than I anticipated. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. So yeah, it's but it's great, and I'm just kind of getting back into the running groove now. It feels like I'm um, got running buggy and often out with him and with the dog, Aww. taking Aww. him on a like Santa run tomorrow. And I've got him in elf costume, so he'll <gasps> hate me when he's older. But I think it's worth it. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's so sweet. Bearably cute. Yeah. How, yeah. how old yeah. is he now? Is he a, is he a year? Fourteen months. Yeah. Fourteen months. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Yeah. How cute. That's and it, does he does he enjoy the running buggy? Loves it and oh. often falls asleep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really lucky at the moment. He he enjoys it, and sometimes we'll go and kind of feed the ducks, or he just likes to look out. He's so nosy. He just likes to. He like pushes himself forward and like looks around at everyone and. Um, yeah, he loves it. So I'm lucky oh, at this stage. And then we, I also have a, a gym with a crash that he sometimes goes into so that I can do a treadmill run. That's how we're getting stuff done at the moment. So, I mean, Amazing, do you though. feel like you're kind of, um, yeah, do you feel like you're getting back into the groove of, of the running? Slowly. Yes. Mm. It's definitely, it just takes so much more organization. You're just not, it's not just thinking about you. And obviously if it's pouring with rain, I'm like, oh, is this really a, fair for me to drag him out and the dog and um just you know getting also if you haven't got a good night's sleep or yeah it's just a lot more logistical Mm -hmm. organization but Mm. I appreciate that time either on my own or with him out and about so much more than I think I did and I appreciate any sort of time that I do get to go for a run or do a race or meet friends for a group run yeah. yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That's lovely. So, so does that mean that? Do you have any goals? Can I? Can I ask? My yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very open about them. So, I'd really like to be here in 2024. So, that's probably realistically going to be around a 3:30. I'm very, very far from that at the moment. So, I haven't set an actual race that I am targeting yet. But just trying uh-huh. to build up, do some halves, um, get the get the distance back, get it just to be a routine again and just build the consistency and then mm-hmm. take it from there um that's, yeah, that's, the, that's the big goal the big yeah, yeah that is a big goal but there's no yeah. there's no date yet so it doesn't feel quite so terrifying I think once I set a right this is the marathon and I'm going to go for it then it'll be feel terrifying and I don't know and you will know I don't quite know how it works in terms of like how long before Boston do you need to have got that qualifi- qualifying time so the window is usually sort of, I think around the 10th of September um, through till like, so it opened this September and will be open until 2024 September. So realistically, right. I'm going to be going for it in an autumn marathon, I reckon. So it'll be mm-hmm. for 2026. 20, yeah. Which okay. makes me feel really old, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, not as old as we feel at the moment. Me and Holly. Um, no, we, we are feeling quite decrepit. Yeah, quite jaded and old. And oh. today. I tell you what, that makes a pretty good segue. We spoke on a recent podcast about running hungover, which is actually concerning me because was that based on real life experiences as well? Probably. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to avoid it though. But we had our company Christmas party last night. It was it was brilliant. Office Christmas parties are a bit hit and miss, aren't they? Sometimes they can be, uh, you know. A, a, a just a kind of beer fear fueled embarrassing mm-hmm. affair yeah mm-hmm. and sometimes they can be joyous and it was a joyous one last night but we did have far too many margaritas <laughs> and so many i margaritas. guess it, we've been sort of having a bit of a stab in the dark just at trying to work out how how we feel about running hungover and whether it's better, whether it's worse, whether it's a good idea, whether it's a terrible Mm. idea. We did read up on some sort of expert medical advice that was basically being like, if you're not like, you know, if if you're being sick or, you know, you've got a pounding headache, don't do anything that's going to make you feel awful. But that, you know, often the endorphins associated with kind of going out can be good. But What's your experience, Charlie? What do you reckon? Yeah. Should we run right now after like four margaritas last night? <laughs> um, so from experience, <laughs> I've I did a 10k once and you know the medical bit in the back, I just wrote hangover because I was like, all I'll need is fluid. Like if I mm-hmm. collapse, my mum was like, text me being like, What you know, are you okay? What's taking so long? And I was like, Yep, just throw up behind the car. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> Slowest 10K ever. Um, so experience and what's my semi-professional opinion is quite different. Um, okay. I, uh, yeah, I'd say it depends Depends how you feel. It depends what you've committed to. This was a race that I'd signed up and paid for and didn't feel like I could back out. Yeah. Um, I think the thing to be mindful of is that Obviously, being hungover is stress on your body. So you want to then limit the other stresses you're putting on it. So making sure you're hydrating well, making sure you're fueling before your run so that you're not adding extra stress that could be avoided. Mm -hmm. Same with doing a warm up, like make sure you're not just going straight out from like sofa to sprint and then, yeah, just kind of take it easy. Often our heart rate is higher because we're dehydrated. We haven't slept well. So maybe just thinking about using a heart rate based effort rather than looking at your watch or, um, you know, using run walk or doing something that will take the stress down. Personally, I quite like if I'm not too hungover going for a run because I feel like you kind of sweat it out Um, you kind of feel a bit more, you know, when you're like cooped up inside and you feel a bit stale, at least yeah. you're out in the fresh air. You and if, if nothing else, then you can feel smug about it. The fact that, you know, the other people that you were out with probably haven't been for a run. So, um, <laughs> yeah, just try and reduce the extra stress that you're going to be putting on your body because you're already in a kind of high stress state. Yeah. Yeah, it may, it may not uh, come as much of a surprise to you, Hol. I have actually been for a run this morning. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> life. Yeah, I am. That has actually come as a bit of a surprise to me because I'm not ratting you out here, but Esther is is normally like a a massive lightweight. Is that fair to yes. say? I think that's fair to say. You just you yeah. don't drink very much. You don't drink no. very much, and so when you do, um, y- you feel it. But 
yeah, but then I'm saying that, you know, you are, you do bounce back from a hangover. Like I was probably more hungover than you when we had those margaritas in New York and you'd oh, run yeah. a marathon <laughs> and I was the one who woke up the next morning like, Ruh. but I think. But think, um, how, think how many carbs Esther had in her body. She probably like absorbed yeah, them, like the alcohol better. Actually so true. Very true. So true. Very true. But um, I am a bit surprised by that just because I felt like we both did cane it a bit more than we are actually ca- properly capable of we pushed our limits last night with the with the I free really bar. did I really yeah. did but I did I did so I am sure. quite surprised but I'm very impressed thank thank you and I it is for the smug point so Charlie you are absolutely right so I just mm. I just did it that so that Holly would be impressed with me um but I did yeah, I um I, I did eat loads and in the knowledge that that, that was going to happen I well like when I go out for those kind of Christmas things I make sure I eat all yeah, the chips you did have the so she had the steak with the supplement and a massive chocolate mousse and all of that so I had loads of food so Mm -hmm. yeah I felt I felt good but but the reason why I went out this morning is for everything that you've just said it's it was just like I just wanted a bit of fresh air and I just wanted to Mm -hmm. kind of and I do feel and I know it's not scientifically true but I do feel like it sweats it out Yeah, it's not scientifically true, but you do (laughs) sort of feel like that don't you like you're either going to be sweating it out sort of on your sofa or outside and I mean I kind of feel like that you feel a little bit better often um yeah yeah you're, it's not going to be like you know margarita oozing through your pores but certainly Sadly not no they're just the, <laughs> yeah you just kind of feel like oh I'm sweating this out in the same way that you do like I feel like that specifically on like holiday if you've had a few too many sangrias the night before and then you're outside and you're like sitting by the pool you're like well I'm sweating this out it's fine yeah um, yeah yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> well, okay, so it sounds as though I need to get my ass off the sofa, basically. <laughs> I, it, 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 it's, it I think just no like pressure. Personal... I think that's the main thing is mm. is definitely mm-hmm. also don't feel like, oh, I've had this much drink or I ate this last night, I have to go for a run today. It's about doing it because it's a positive thing rather than it being like a, yeah. I'm balancing it out or cancelling out anything related to the guilt of sort of drinking or eating it being like a, I want to move my body I want to get outside and not be in my pajamas that kind of thing rather than a negative thing yeah it's, yeah. The, and it's it does, that like short term versus long term uh I was talking to a friend about this last night you know the kind of short term versus long term what's going to make your body happy and it's yeah. so easy to do the short term thing where you're like god I cannot imagine anything better than sticking a Christmas film on, staying in my pajamas and working from the sofa all day. But it sounds so good. But after an hour or two of doing that, you're like, oh, my God, I have never felt more crusty in all of my life. Yeah. So <laughs> it is the it's the it's the weighing up, isn't it? And some days the crusty wins and that is absolutely fine. Yeah. But other days it's like I've got to shake shake this crust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the perfect way to describe it and it's it's minimizing also isn't it like we were talking about in the last one we were minimizing that kind of self-hatred that you get when you're when you're hungover and you just start to despise everything about yourself um yeah that going for the run is just a little little element of that day where you're just going no, actually you know I'm not I'm not all completely shit I'm only 95 percent of me is so you know, it just well, helps. And also, yeah, I think it just helps the mental shit, side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just like you're outside. Out. Yeah. You're getting out of your own head 
because you're outside and there's other things to think about and look at rather than just sort of the reflection of yourself as the Netflix like rolls over to the next episode or that it tells you like, do you want to, are you still watching? And you're like, yes, I am. Stop judging me. It's like such shame in me. Yeah. Of course I'm still watching. God. Yeah. I think exactly that. It's like the, it's also about remembering, I suppose that like you are a, you are a person. Okay. This is going to sound hugely philosophical. Let's blame the, let's, let's blame the hangover. But you're a person made up of lots of different choices and lots of different experiences. You are not a shit person or a great person. I mean, you are a great person, but you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, it can be so easy to tell yourself that narrative either at three o'clock in the morning when you wake up with the wine spins or (laughs) the next day, if you've had a night of drinking or something that, or a night of, you know, heavy, heavy indulgence in lots and lots of lovely food, or we had both last night. Um, We did. And I think it can be so easy to give yourself a narrative that you're like, oh, I'm a terrible person. I'm not looking after my body. Like I'm unhealthy. I'm, and it's like, it just reminds you that it's like, absolutely not. That's not you. That was a decision that you made and you enjoyed that. And now you're making another one and you're enjoying that too. And yeah, it's not, you are not what you've kind of chosen I know people do say you are what you eat but I'm not into that Mm. I think yeah but I I also don't think like one day of healthy eating doesn't make you in quotes healthy and one day of quote unhealthy eating doesn't make you unhealthy Mm -hmm. I think it's the how you're enjoying you guys went out and had a nice meal together to celebrate the end of the year to celebrate things it's not you sitting because you're unhappy eating that and therefore it's making you more unhappy. So I think it's really important that we think about Mm. what are the social aspects of the eating and drinking. And that I think plays almost a bigger role than what have you consumed. Um, Certainly I think that there's so much emotion in, you know, like a birthday cake or a celebratory Mm. drink together and those sorts of things that that side of it shouldn't be ignored. Oh, well, that moves so wonderfully into January, doesn't it? Like the whole, like one thing that we really, because this will probably come out in January, I think this episode, um, and here we are talking about Christmas and everyone's like, what? That was ages ago. <laughs> Shut um, up. So sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you is about January and eating and food, which is just, you know, obviously it's this, January the 1st comes around and um we all can sort of start making sort of various promises to ourselves or to other people about what we're going to do differently potentially that year and that might be and a lot of that is wrapped up in kind of health and wellness and and whatever and so obviously that then trickles down into into the food that we eat and um i mean you know us you know that we're not like going to tell everyone to go on a diet or anything like that but we do we do know Mm -hmm. we do know that people really do want to kind of you know it January is a really nice time for people to sort of start think I mean I quite like it I love that sort of oh let's try something you know like veganuary or let's do something it's a bit of a reset isn't it and it it gives you permission to feel like you're trying something new and if it doesn't work it's fine because it was January um (laughs) but I I think it and to prioritize yourself a bit isn't it it's like you've spent a lot of Christmas doing things that are all to do with other people where it's like you're spending time with friends and family you're traveling around you're and I think I quite like the quietness and stillness of January because it really allows you to prioritize what you want to do and again I think that should be 
what anybody should think about if they are listening to this going, oh God, I need to lose weight. I need to start dieting straight away. It's January or whatever is, is really just thinking about why are you saying that to yourself? Because is it, you know, I think it, it needs to be about taking time to prioritize what you want to do and looking after yourself in the best way that you can kind of thing. Yeah. And I think obviously we're kind of bombarded with these messages on social media and online on our TV, like lose weight, be this, do this, try this diet. Mm -hmm. And actually it, it, it should, it should be about, okay, I want to make some positive changes or it could be about that. What could those positive changes be rather than it being like, I need to cut out this, this, this. And that's certainly something I try and focus on or like what are positive additions you can make rather than what are you cutting out and it being Mm. more about adding things to benefit your health and well-being rather than trying to remove things necessarily oh I love that I find that easier as well yeah I do find that easier immediately so what what kind of things then would you what would you what do you so suggest? If, if we're if kind of focusing on nutrition and food, so thinking mm. about things like, are you getting enough protein? So could you try and add some protein to your breakfast every day? That's a really good starting point. Most of us or many of us don't get enough protein throughout the day, especially in the morning. So for a lot of us that are like morning runners, what could we be adding into our breakfast? Is that going to be like an egg, a Greek yogurt, is that a protein shake? Is it just about trying to be more mindful rather than I'm very guilty of it when I'm running late, grabbing a croissant with a coffee? And that's, you know, so thinking about, right, let's try and add more protein into mm-hmm. the first meal of the day. Or evening, maybe you're, you know, maybe you need to add it in to the evening and that's when you find it easiest. Um, simple things like, you know, fruits and vegetables. When was the last time you thought, okay, have I had at least five today? Um, again, thinking about going from fruit and veg, but into fiber. So most of the UK aren't getting enough fiber in their diet. It's really good source of protein of fiber to get more whole grains. So thinking about adding diversity. So just little Mm. things that you can add in. And actually by adding those things in, I find it harder to fit in. You, you, you don't get so I've reached a sugar slump, so I'm going to reach for the chocolate because you're filling yourself up with protein, with fiber. Naturally, when you eat more fiber, you usually drink more water because it needs, you need the extra water and you kind of feel thirstier. So it all sort of rolls together to make the whole of your diet a little bit brackets healthier, Mm -hmm. but you're not taking anything away. Nothing's off limits. You're just thinking about, right, when I wake up in the morning, what am I having kind of protein wise for breakfast? have I hit my at least five, I would say even, you know, let's go with seven Mm -hmm. portions of fruit and veg a day. Am I getting plenty of diversity in my fiber each day? So things like that are my favorite ways of like looking at when you're having a kind of reset of looking Mm. at what could you add in. I love that. How how would you, um, like, because that's January, right? So like someone could come and speak to you and say, right, okay, I want to, I want to kind of shake things up in January. How, how would you recommend like those sorts of changes become kind of lifelong? Cause that's quite a big thing to take on, isn't it? It is. And I, you know, it's something you just have to have to be organized. And certainly I don't 
manage it every day and as I say like this week I ended up grabbing a croissant because I didn't have time for breakfast I didn't have anything in the fridge it's just about making them habits so when you're doing your food shop are you thinking right let me make sure I've got plenty of fruits and veg and is the freezer full of frozen berries or frozen veg that I can throw in if it if it is getting to the stage where I just need something quick um it's making it easy for yourself. So January is the hard part. You make the changes so that then February is a little bit easier. March is a little bit easier because these are already habits and it's already sort of ingrained and you figure out they're like, right, Friday mornings is always stressful because I've got to do drop off and get to the office and I've got a meeting. So what can you do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to make Friday easier? Mm. Um, Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mm. And, yeah, just it's never kind my of... strong suit, guys. <laughs> Organization. <laughs> organized. No. Oh, God, I'm awful. <laughs> I'm awful, <laughs> which is why, and I honestly, I know I am on commission for them at the moment and I need to relax, but that's why I've been doing HelloFresh because then somebody huh. organizes it yeah. all for me and I love it and it just arrives in neat little boxes and I go, there's Tuesdays, paper bag, yeah. done. So if you're doing HelloFresh and I love mm. HelloFresh, mm-hmm. um, what I do is I plan the week and then what I do is I add extra so I look at what I've got and I Mm -hmm. am like right well I can add an extra portion so I've got in my freezer I've got spinach I've got peas I've got um, soybeans what can I just stir in that's like 10 seconds that will add another portion of fiber and vegetables to this meal like literally so I do that when I order my HelloFresh and Mm -hmm. I just add that because I'm going to the supermarket anyway to get some bits and pieces you know like milk and eggs and that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and I just think right this is what I've ordered what would go well with this as an extra veg or what could I do that would just be that extra here so it's like 99% done for you and you're just doing the 1% I love that. I love that That's idea. Good. And I mean, spinach is such a good example, isn't it? Because you can keep it in your freezer and then it yeah. mm-hmm. literally does take 10 seconds to Yeah. To and, stick but it my in. tip with the with the spinach is I don't buy the frozen spinach. I buy when it's on offer in the reduced section, I grab a bag of the baby spinach. I think that tastes nicer in your meal. So when it's on the mm-hmm. reduced, it always goes on the reduced, those leaves. It freezes so easily chuck it in and then it like it wilts into nothing and you can easily add like half a bag um, and I think yeah, it's nicer true. than the big ones yeah Ooh, you can I add a half tip. a bag and then I still haven't... be like where is it yeah <laughs> it's, true. it's true it goes down to that doesn't it um I have yeah. a top tip with spinach you know how like it can turn into liquid awful down the bottom like that you know yep. when it starts to kind of just rot down and you just end up with like green juice oh, yeah. at the bottom of the bag and it's yeah. so easy to forget that it's in the bottom of your fridge if you open the bag and put in a sheet of kitchen paper into the bag of lettuce, uh, or I mean, 
spinach that it does stay fresh for a bit longer oh my god does that apply to any bagged salad leaves yes yes because i have the same thing and i have it with like uh sort of uh, like sage or mint or like herbs and stuff as well that dog will get really angry if i order those on a shop because he'll oh, be like yeah. do you know what this is going to be in two days time a bag of slurry <laughs> and i'm going to be yeah. the one putting it in the bin yeah so tip for those this is just <laughs> going to be like a little tip tip podcast so mm-hmm. if you cut it up and put it into a bit of like oil or even water into a like an ice cube tray then you can freeze it and then you've got fresh herbs to stir into stews or soups or when when you feel like it's about to turn just yeah pop it in the freezer and then you won't have that oh I've spent another three pounds on a bag of coriander that I've used twice and the rest of it's going in the bin amazing that's so good like a little stock cube basically yeah 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 yeah, Love exactly, that. exactly. Because mm-hmm. I know, I know that that's something that I should do a bit more of with wine. Because we quite often have like two thirds of a bottle of wine that we need to pour down the sink after a couple of weeks, or or I make into some gravy, and that's kind of all right. But um, you can freeze that into ice cubes and put that, and then you just pop it into your, you? your your coco van or whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Amazing. Or like your bolognese. It's such a your good bolognese. idea. It's really good with your bolognese. life changing because, yeah, it makes me really sad that I'm like, oh, I don't know if you've ever bought those like stock pots that are like red wine flavor, but it's like they mm. never really mm-hmm. are. They don't really add what adding in like half a bottle of wine to your bolognese <laughs> is going to add. Mm-hmm. But then it does mean that you're like, oh, it's a Tuesday and I promised myself that I wouldn't drink till Friday, but I got to get a bottle of wine for my bolognese. And then before you know it, here I am having a glass of my wine, making my bolognese. <laughs> Love that idea so much. Yeah, yeah that's a great tip. Yeah. Freezer into ice cubes. Oh yeah, it's great. This is already so many things that I need to write down or listen, actually listen back to this podcast. And actually, you could put that into a sangria as frozen wine to keep your sangria cold then it won't dilute it oh my god you've got your weekday ice cubes of wine (laughs) and you've got your weekend ice cubes of wine (laughs) love it yeah (laughs) although i'm finding it quite tricky to talk about all of this wine i must admit right now it's oh oh okay yeah yeah, we can move swift we can move swiftly on um yeah (laughs) let's go back to food food was a bit easier yeah um i don't know i think um, the other thing I think that we're going to get quite a lot from, you know, I get questions quite a lot through the magazine and stuff is people asking about supplements, like as if, mm. as if there's going to be like some kind of magic pill that they can take that yep. will either, um, help with, you know, like, like a magic running pill. What should I do that suddenly makes it easier? Um, but also in terms of kind of weight management or like being massively healthy, if I just take an iron tablet, will that do the trick? Is there anything that you would suggest? In vitamin D, or, everybody should be ah. taking vitamin D supplements. Um, yeah, the NHS guidance is that we all take it in the winter because it's so miserable in the UK, and most of us are wrapped up even when we are outside and it is slightly sunny, where it's freezing. So yeah, vitamin D we should all be taking. A lot of the other supplements, you have to. I think you have to be a bit careful of like who's telling you to take it who's telling you to buy it and why why are you taking it what like if you are taking an iron supplement is that because you've had a test and it says that you're iron deficient or is that just because you think you should Mm -hmm. so I would always say go and 
either speak to your doctor if you feel like you are lacking in anything. Look at your diet and the variety. Is there an area that you're struggling with? So are you vegetarian or vegan? Should you be looking at taking like an omega-3 supplement if you aren't getting um, much fish in your diet? Should you be looking at an iron supplement if you're not getting any natural iron sources? Thinking about that is very individual. It's not something that you can just be like, right, blanket, you should all be taking this and this will make you a great mm-hmm. runner. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly with like supplements, so like protein supplements, they can I have them in my cupboard because I find it actually quite an easy go-to for the mornings where I'm struggling with getting enough protein or having enough time to sit down and make like porridge for breakfast. But just thinking about what are the ingredients. So the one I like is the organic protein company. They have an unflavored whey, which is basically just whey. It's basically like a milk powder that you just add into, I to put it into a smoothie or a coffee. And it's really easy mm-hmm. way of getting more protein, but not having any additives, any sugar, any kind of sweeteners. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would yeah. look at what your diet might be lacking. Speak to a GP. There are, um, I don't know if you've ever used MediCheck, so you can get like a blood test, which will look at your blood analysis. Be really careful if you are doing like an online test of what you might be deficient in because lots of places aren't kind of regulated. So just making sure you're going to somewhere reputable and it's not Mm -hmm. one of these people that puts like two pieces of fruit in your hand and says, oh, you're allergic to this because this arm looked weaker or there's lots of quacks out there. Oh my God, really? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I think, I think the main thing is trying to make your diet as varied as possible. That will really help. Mm-hmm. And looking at areas, so are you getting two portions of oily fish per week or equivalent? If you're not, maybe it is worth taking an omega-3 supplement. But just if you are wanting to take the supplements, making sure you're getting them from somewhere reputable, making sure they're tested because they can be full of filler yeah. and that they've got the amount that you need rather than – I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were saying that actually you'd need – 14 of these gummies a day to get the recommended daily intake of the it was a collagen one but so yeah, yeah just making sure Blimey. that the amount Meanwhile, that's realistic to take yeah yeah the amount that's realistic to take is what you're going to manage so um yeah okay Di- like food is is the best and easiest way I think of getting it in that's really useful to know um, can I ask yeah. a very silly question, guys? What is oily fish? Like, what counts as oily fish? So, I always like, wonder that. tuna, mackerel, salmon, sardines. Okay. Um, anything that, I don't, like, not like a cod or a, uh, the mostly the white fish are not oily. Okay. They're great for you because they're lean sources of protein. But yeah, the, the oily fish are the kind of, um, the ones that are a bit more, I don't want to say greasy, but like they, they feel a bit more luxurious almost. <laughs> yeah. I do know exactly what you mean. It's like, uh, yeah, that, I mean, slimy just again, make it sound gross. Yeah. It? It's oh, like, in a, in a nice like, way. Yeah. But, mm. <laughs> yeah. Often you get them and they're, they are in oil because that's like, you know, so the sardines, the tuna, you can get an oil. So that's a good indication that they are an oily fish. Okay. That's good to know because I've yeah. I I have been vegetarian for the last 
eight years, nine years maybe of my life. But I have started incorporating fish again just because I was finding it quite difficult to, I don't know, I was generally finding it quite difficult to manage my diet. When I cook at home, I I cook vegetarian because my partner is. But, um, you know, if I'm out and about or if I'm having a treat or if he's not in, then I will have a sneaky salmon and I love it. What did well, you eat last? I mean, I, good, I, good for your health. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just good for your health. Yeah. And what, yeah. I wanted to know, what did you eat last night? What was your Christmas dinner haul? Oh, do you want to hear it, guys? Okay. Should we rate this Christmas dinner? I mean, this doesn't, <laughs> that, that's not very fun. Obviously, it was a, it, it was a, a, a very indulgent celebration meal. But get ready to hear this because it was the most like, cloggy thing ever my starter <laughs> was um oh chestnut and celeriac soup that bit wasn't cloggy that was actually oh, yeah. amazing that sounds yeah mm. that was really good it was absolutely delicious and it did feel nice and and healthy while I was eating it, it felt hearty then I had a mm-hmm. cheese souffle everything went downhill after that it was just a big <laughs> pile of cheese melted on a plate and it was incredible. And it, I did have some like cavalinero yeah, or some, <laughs> it was so good. There were some greens in there. And then I had the lemon cheesecake um, for Pud, which was also incredible. Yeah. Ooh, what did you have? Really nice. Wow. Glad you asked. <laughs> um, I, had, um, I had smoked salmon um, with mm-hmm. some sort of beetrooty stuff on the side. Um, beetroot's good for runners, isn't Sounds it? Sounds great. Yeah, that all sounds yeah. really good, actually. Um, but then I had a massive steak, um, pile of chips, and a tiny bit of greens. Because I was mm. normally, when I have, I must admit, I veg is, is a big thing for me. So I normally have absolutely shed loads of veg, and then everything else is dotted around it. And the, the the portions of veg last night were actually quite small, and I felt embarrassed about taking so much because I, other people needed to have some. And the the other choice yeah. of vegetables were parsnips. Ugh. So I know. I just had all, I had all the tendons. I love parsnips. I do you? Yeah. <gasps> uh, I do that like, when we have a roast. I'll do the whole bag, and I just nibble on them. I love parsnips so oh, much. Oh, Charlie, I need oh, to get into parsnips like that. I find them oh. roast potato imposters. They are no, roast potato imposters. Yeah. Mm. But, but honey roast parsnip is like one of the best things in the world. True. That is but true. It, it, the way that it disguises, like it puts on a pair of dark glasses and a little jacket and stuff and goes, I'm a roast potato. You're like, no, you're not. Not, but you only discover that yeah, when it's true. in your mouth and you can taste the soap. You're like, oh god! Oh, uh, see, I I cut mine long and thin, so they get really crispy, mm-hmm. and they don't look at all like a potato. Maybe the problem is is that you're expecting a potato. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there's of course <laughs> and it's a and disappointment. Yeah. Whereas if you were expecting the parsnip, you'd be like, oh, delicious, a parsnip. Yeah, Maybe I that do would think that the yeah. honey, yeah. the honey glaze mm. thing is also honey and thyme with the with the roast carrots, absolutely delish. Oh yeah, right. Hang on a oh, minute. Yeah. So I, I let me test a belief system here. How? Where do you stand on brassicas? Do you like them or dislike them? Because I think I, I like them. Mm. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Well, my theory I love is them. that you're one or the other. That you either like the sweet root veg, that's like your go-to choice, or yeah. you're a brassica family lover. And I would willingly kind of 
cross busy traffic in order to get myself to a sprout or a cauliflower yeah, if it was roasted mm-hmm. or I mean I love them I yeah agree. no I I think mm, I I do love a roasted Brussels sprout oh yes so much mm-hmm. so good so good but I do there, think I'd go with the parsnip over the sprout <gasps> Would you? Mm. I would choose sprout every day, though my big joys, genuinely, I'm not just sucking up to you guys on the podcast here, but uh, I love like dark leafy greens, like Cavalonero stuff, like... uh, Yeah, I love that. Like a really dark cabbage... Oh yeah, I love yeah, that. Savoy cabbage. So more, yeah, like you guys like more of the bitter. So that's mm. interesting. Yeah. The bitter side yeah. rather than interesting. I think oh. so. I quite like that. And if I was like cooking my veg, I do. I'm. I mean, I'm also a bit like you, Charlie. I would probably. I'd be an exception to Esther's rule as well because I do love a sweet root veg covered in honey yeah. or something. Uh. But if I were preparing veg, I do reach for things like garlic or chili or. If mm-hmm. I'm sort of have you tossed. tried marmite roast potatoes? <gasps> oh my I've god! Heard that about might these. hit that, that <laughs> hit that spot of kind of like salty and yeah, bitter, slightly bitter, and they're like yeah. Guys, I mean, I'm gonna really need to order some some food after this episode. <laughs> my 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 scrambled eggs on toast is not gonna cut it today. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! But you know what? We do really need to remember that this is. January and not yeah. Christmas and I feel so sorry for people listening who are just listening to us go on about our lovely Christmas food it's my fault but we're oh, hey, talking about it's, Christmas it's, it's like roast I'm sorry it's roast guys. season all winter it long it absolutely is it's, yeah, yeah. A, and roasts are really good ways of having loads of veg and being really organized so on a Sunday I often do like a roast chicken and then loads of veg like every tray in my house is filled with veg because then it sets you up for salads and um, stews and pastas and all things throughout the week that you can Mm. really easily cobble together that it just takes one step out of the organization slash prep Um, and there's something quite relaxing about a Sunday night sort of meal prep session music on um, you know getting everything ready for your week I find it quite quite cathartic and gets rid of the Sunday blues I think that might be my add-in yeah I Mm. think that's gonna be that's I mean there's plenty that I'm taking away from this episode but I think that's gonna be my key add-in for January is I love cooking and I've never been a meal prep gal because I'm not very organized but I think I would really enjoy to add in a couple of hours on a Sunday evening to get myself sorted for the week by yeah roasting a bunch of veg because salads always trip me up because I I want to have them but I'm like the prep to do a salad Mm, that actually feels hearty on in the week it's like I'm not going to spend 45 minutes roasting beetroot but if you've already got it (laughs) in the fridge yeah Yeah. just thinking about like cost of living obviously then putting on your oven for you know it's easier to for it to be hot throw loads of stuff in so that then on a Monday night when you've got home from work, you're not having to put your oven on, peel your beetroot, put put it on the in the oven for this amount mm. of time, do all the washing up afterwards. You've kind of got it ready to go. And whether that goes into like a pasta with goat's cheese or a quiche or, you know, whatever you kind of want it. Quiche sounds a bit fancy for a Monday night, but um, to be making it. <laughs> but um, it, it just it just takes that one step out of it, I think, is the yeah. um is the I helpful bit. 
I think it's brilliant because I must admit, like mm. after after I do a roast dinner, I do tend to have bits of veg left over. It's usually like a tiny little bit and I might just have it on my salad the following day and just be grateful for having sort of that roasted veg thing. But to ha- have to purposefully make shed loads and to then be able to use that throughout the week mm-hmm. for lunches and things is just uh, such a great idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's, cool. I mean, I often on a Monday take a full roast in. And I've got like my bread sauce. I've got like literally a Tupperware full of a full roast. And it's amazing when you're, you know, Monday, you're like, oh God, Monday it's raining. I've got a roast lunch again. And it's incredible. I'm so jealous. I'm going to do that this week. Oh my God. And I'm going to have bread sauce because it's not just for Christmas. Bread sauce is the best. Oh roast condiment I love it so much it's the best <laughs> amazing. absolutely it's amazing I was so trying to describe bread sauce, bread sauce oh my god actually <laughs> fully with you there I was trying to describe bread sauce to somebody who didn't know what it was the other day and I think mm. they thought that I had sort of like floated down from the planet Venus I was like it's it like, is, yeah, it is odd, it's all like it? mushed up to like make a sauce <laughs> And they were like, oh, wow, that sounds amazing. Mm, Enjoy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, is there anything else that we can tell people? Like any, is there, because that is like an A star top tip in terms of like cost of living, in terms of, of health, in terms of ensuring that you've got colorful, interesting meals, all of that. Mm. Is there anything else that we can do like in January to kind of like if we have set ourselves a goal of kind of just being a bit more healthy and stuff like that? Like what what can we do um, to just so make us just feel a bit more healthy? Un, very unglamorous, but drink more water. Like mm. you, I am guilty of it as well. Like you go for another coffee, another coffee, another tea. Try, like tea obviously is mostly water depending on your coffee of choice it is a lot of water but just trying to think about your fluid intake will help just sort of regulate everything we don't need to do a detox diet you don't need to do a juice fast your body your liver detoxes our body just help it along by giving it some more fluid um that would be my sort of top tip and then also just go to sleep <laughs> It's not really a tip. I like that. It's not really a tip, but I honestly, I think, you know, we make, we, we often make choices in our, with our food based on how tired we are. So we choose caffeine, we choose quick carbohydrates, we choose sugar, we choose chocolate because we're tired and we need that quick boost. So looking at it, not just in terms of your diet, but are you sleeping enough? What, what's your stress like? What's, what is going on in your life? Are you exercising? And are you exercising in the right way in terms of, and I'm not an expert, but are you constantly doing high stress exercise that's going to be adding stress and actually maybe depleting your body? Or are you doing, are you actually taking your easy runs easy? Are you doing some stretching? Are you doing some kind of low impact exercise that's going to be good for your mental health as well as your physical health and looking at it as a kind of this big circle or cycle that works together Mm. so you know you you exercise better if you've slept well you make better food choices if you've slept well you make better food choices if you have exercised often and then you exercise better once you've made the better food choices because you're well fueled and not going to have a kind of sugar crash or you're not relying on the caffeine to get you through your exercise class so 
thinking about it as this big holistic approach and just making small changes where you can rather than feeling like, right, I'm going to go to get up at 5am and I'm going to eat only eggs and spinach for breakfast and I'm going to exercise twice a day. That's not realistic to make but that change. But could you go to bed half an hour earlier, swap one cup of coffee for a glass of water, think about the protein in one meal a day and just those small changes really do add up. Mm. That's, That's so great true. advice. Yeah. That's so true. Because that is, that is so one of my wise, new resolutions. Charlie. It's so wise. One of now, my if you could just make me do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, that's the problem, isn't it? Not as I actually oh. do. <laughs> But that's so, the, the, also super reassuring to hear because it does remind you that it's like there's no there's no perfection that exists. Yeah. Like we're just trying our best to do it more and more and look after exactly. our bodies as best we can. And yeah, if you have if you do reach for the chocolate because you're knackered because you stayed up a bit too late watching that Netflix thing you were really into last night, then like that's also don't beat yourself up about it. Exactly. Or try and have a yogurt with your chocolate, like a Greek yogurt. So you've got the protein, you've got the carbs mm. and then the chocolate. I find that I then eat less chocolate because I've had the yogurt and I'm still letting myself have chocolate. So I'm not depriving myself. I'm mm. not saying no, because mm. I feel like that's when we often overeat. But then mm. you're you're giving your body actual fuel rather than just sugar. So yeah, yeah it's and and not ever feeling like you're you failed if you do have a night where you go out and have four margaritas and then you don't sleep very well. Just you can start again. Every like sort of every meal is a chance for you to be like, right, this meal I'm really going to focus on the fiber, or this meal I'm really going to focus on the color and the fruit and veg aspect. Every mm-hmm. day is a new day. Like it doesn't have to be that you've quote failed. And it's over. Oh God, that, yeah, that's good to know because, like, definitely, that it, 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 life is like that, isn't it? And and we can't always be eating the same things every day. And kind of, I don't know. Also, telling ourselves off. But I, I love the fact that you've touched on the two things that I really want to add into my kind of habit stacking resolutions um, in January, which was to drink more water because I drink no water at all I'm basically a raisin and and mm. to do um what do you think go to bed a bit earlier um it's a nightmare yeah. actually do you know I, I realized yeah. that the one thing that I do that I can do that does make me go to bed earlier is um when I go and watch tv which I always do after I've put the kids to bed I'll go I've got like maybe 45 minutes of watching tv the best thing I can do is to leave my phone on the stairs because if I take my phone in with me to watch TV, then I scroll and watch at the same time. Yeah. And then turn the TV off at 10 and I will sat, sat on that sofa for a further hour at least just scrolling. Scrolling. Just being scrolling an idiot. Scrolling and If I leave it on the stairs, mm. I, I get up and I'm, I've gone to the stairs. It's like, well, I might as well just go upstairs, brush my teeth. Halfway to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Might yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah. That, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> It's been full of top tips today. It has Honestly, been full of top tips. I can't wait for everyone to just have a little chomp on this podcast episode because it really is f- bursting full of top tips and facts and things that I'm going to take with me through the year. Me too. It's been absolutely wonderful. Yeah, me Thank too. You. Yeah. Thank you so much, Charlie. <laughs> it's been absolutely wonderful speaking to you. We have learned so much. We're going to freeze everything. Yeah. 
Um, oh, and yeah. Yes. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go buy a packet of spinach now. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Dog's going to be a bit Yay. disappointed when it's a Friday. When he gets home and finds that tonight's wine is actually an ice cube form in the fridge. <laughs> oh, we could <laughs> just sitting there sucking them. Like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra podcast benefits from just two pounds a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our exclusive Discord community for friendly chat and support with like-minded women runners. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The producer and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. And do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories, as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.